1: Larry 21.
0: Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand.
1: On today's episode, we get prepared for what could be one of the most important games in NHL regular season history, as the Dallas Stars head to Washington, D.C. for a date with the Red Hot Capitals and their captain, Alexander Ovechkin, who is on the verge of becoming the NHL's second all-time goal scorer. Two goals tonight would put him in that position over Gordy Ho, leaving only Wayne Gretzky left to be caught up to. And on today's show, we'll get you prepared for everything you need to know about this game from Ovechkin to the rest of the team to what the Stars need to do in order to leave our nation's capital with two points. All of this and more coming up on the Frozen Biscuit Show. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Frozen Biscuit Show, the only weekly podcast covering the Dallas Stars. I'm your host, Larry Lees, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Thursday, December 15th. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. If you're looking for the best place to find tickets to your next Dallas Stars game or in any kind of event, check out GameTime today. Use the link in the description to help support the show. If you're the first time here or you're a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and making the Frozen Biscuit show your first listen of the day. If you're watching on YouTube and you haven't subscribed yet, please do consider hitting the subscribe button. And if you're listening on audio only, you can follow us there as well. You can also rate and review the show if you enjoy it and want to help us out and help us reach a new audience. Do that if you do so If you do feel so inclined. Truly do appreciate the continued support throughout this season. And the Dallas Stars are now in the middle of their five-game Metropolitan Division East Coast road trip. They head to America's capital in Washington, D.C. for a date with the red-hot, the scorching hot Washington Capitals and Alexander Ovechkin... And this team, Washington, they're in a much different place than they were in the last time. These two teams met together. This will be their second and final meeting between these teams. This season, they met earlier in the year, back on October 27th. The Dallas Stars, of course, winning that game, at the American Airlines Center, by a score of 2-0. to zero. Jay Godinger gets his first shutout of the season in a big game overall for the Stars. Despite what the score might say, many will remember that the game... Joel Cabranta gets that incredible goal off of a really hard four-check playing nice defensively, and stealing the puck, and then beating Darcy Kemper one-on-one to put the stars up 2-0. But like I said, Washington's doing a little better now than they were at that point in the season. They've been ridden with several different injuries this season, yet if you look very closely at this team, and look closely at this Metro division, you can see that this Washington team is still very much alive in the playoff race. And still in a really nice spot at this point in the season, the 6th place mark that is on their name right now is very deceiving. They are 15-12, and and 4 good for 34 points this season. If you look at the teams above them in the Metro division, they're really not too far behind. Carolina and Pittsburgh are tied for 2nd place in that division at 38 points, and the New York teams, currently slotted in at 4th and 5th, are both tied with 35 points so they're really not too far off the Capitals from being near a top three spot in the division. I mean, like the Atlantic, the Metro is also just an absolute gauntlet this season. Six really solid teams, and of course the Flyers and the Blue Jackets, not quite up to the same level as some of the other teams in the division. But still, I mean, it can be a tough outing for any team any given night, and the Capitals are starting to finally find their groove and hit their stride this season, as they are winners of five consecutive games, including a big win on Tuesday night they played a little bit after the Dallas Stars, and of course, the biggest story surrounding this team right now is the elite play of their 37-year-old captain Alexander Ovechkin, who has 20 goals this season, 14 assists, good for 30 points or 34 points, excuse me, in total, which is best on the team again at 37 years old, continuing to play at an incredibly high level, despite being one of the older players in the NHL. Just <clears throat> Just seems to be a trend as of right now with guys like Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby, who's in his late 30s, Joe Pavelski playing well. Father Tom just hasn't really seemed to have caught up with these guys just yet, but Ovechkin's 20 goals has been huge for the Caps this season. Three of those coming in their most recent outings against the Blackhawks in Chicago, where Ovechkin finally hit the mark of 800 career goals. He is now two away from taking over the second spot on the all-time goal-scoring list in NHL history in Gordie Howe who had 801, so Ovechkin will be looking to not only tie that record, but surpass it sometime here over the next few games, or he very well could do it tonight in Washington against the Stars. And then, of course, the only player after that who will have to continue to pursue will be the great one, Wayne Gretzky. Bet Ovechkin continues to be just an incredible story, an incredible player. He's already won the Stanley Cup, not a ton in his career that he has not already accomplished, but of course would be really cool to see a player from this generation surpass the greatest player to ever do it in Wayne Gretzky. Of course that's not going to happen this season, but very well could happen here in the next few years. If he continues to play at a very high level, and the Caps in general, I mean, they've been led by Ovechkin, they've been led by a few other really nice depth players, that we'll talk about in the next segment. But they've had to battle a lot of adversity this season. You'll look at some of the guys that have been on IR, Tom Wilson, Nicholas Baxter have yet to play this season, although they are back practicing with the team and kind of getting reacclimated. That doesn't look like they will play in the game against Dallas. But those, <clears throat> but those have been two key players that have not played yet for the Caps this season. Their starting goaltender, who they acquired in the offseason, Darcy Kemper, is currently on IR. Connor Brown is a player who was a forty-point player last season Ottawa. They picked him up in a trade, and he's currently on IR. Those are some of the notable names. A lot of other players, some defensemen, some depth pieces around the roster are also on injured reserve, and some of them even on long-term injured reserves. So, I mean, this has been one of the most injury-ridden teams this season, and it's really just hurting them on all three fronts. And forward depth, defenseman depth, and goalie depth with Kemper out of the caps. Van on it on uh, Charlie Lindgren. And Hunter Shepard, who has been the backup, but still has yet to play a game this season and has yet to play a game in his NHL career. So I do imagine that we will see Charlie, who has been in net for the last five wins for this Washington squad, Squad, excuse me. hit the next start for him, which I imagine will be tonight, will actually tie a career high for him in games played in a season. The most he's ever played in a season is 14. He's currently played 13 games for the Caps this season. And he's only played 42 games in his NHL career up to this point. He's in his late 20s, 20 years old, still not a ton of NHL experience. But he's been red hot for this Capitals team over this recent stretch. Over the win streak, he is, of course, 5-0 with a 1.81 goals against average and a nine three eight save percentage. So nothing short of spectacular from Charlie. So you have to imagine the Washington Capitals are going to want to continue to ride that hot hand, especially in a big home game where they're trying to focus on getting Ovechkin over the Gordy. hunt Gordy Ho, milestone goal scored in a career. He's been playing incredibly well, and some of the game is against some pretty good teams. He played well against the Edmonton Oilers, and of course, did pretty well on Tuesday against the Blackhawks. Not necessarily the most high powered offense, but whenever you can have a goalie win five straight, and I think four of those five wins have been on the road, that's pretty impressive, especially for a guy who hasn't even played 50 career games yet playing really well and coming up big as the Caps are waiting for Darcy Kemper to eventually come back and get healthy because Kemper was having a decent season before he went down. So now they're riding Lindgren and they're going to continue to see how much longer they can continue to rely on him to help get some big wins and keep them alive in the playoff race in the Metro Division. Before we move on to our next topic, I want to thank you again for making The Frozen Biscuit Show your first listen of the day. Remember to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform. As well, always free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen to us. We are continuing to preview tonight's matchup between the Dallas Stars and the Washington Capitals, and we've highlighted Alexander Ovechkin. We've highlighted the goalie situation for this team, but while it may be a big night for the great eight, there are certainly other players to be mindful of on this roster. Although the majority of those players, when they're on the ice, if they are on the ice with OV, will likely be looking to set him up for a couple of goals in this game. You, of course, have Dylan Strom, who has been playing the center position on that first line with Ovechkin. He's racked up quite a few assists this season, only six goals, but 17 assists and is tied for second on the team in overall scoring with 23 points right beside Kuznetsov, who is playing the second-line position, four goals and 19 assists. And then on the right side of that top line for the Capitals, you have Connor Shiri, who has nine goals, which is second most of the team behind Ovechkin's nine assists, 18 points on the season then, of course, headlining the defensive front for the team, you have John Carlson with eight goals, which is the third best on the team, and 11 assists to go with it. And on top of all that, you have Anthony Mantha, Sonny Milano, who comes, out, comes over from Anaheim, who I thought the Stars might or could have made a move to get this offseason. But now Milano finds himself from the worst team in the league to a team that is starting to trend upward in the Washington Capitals. You have TJ Oshie. I mean, this team has some weird players and some guys playing that maybe you wouldn't expect to be playing this season. But a lot of that has to do with the amount of injuries on the roster and how many adjustments that this Capitals team has had to make this season. And despite all that, despite all the adversity, the things they can't control, they're still playing at a relatively high level and still very competitive in the Eastern Conference and in their own division. you know just present challenges for the teams every night when a lot of times for a lot of teams it'd be very easy to kind of roll over and die. We're seeing a lot of teams continue to press forward and find ways to win games despite injuries. And the Capitals are one of the best teams at doing that this season. And so the Stars will have to play incredibly disciplined and be mindful of who is out there on the ice. Because even if they aren't the flashiest names or the biggest names in the NHL, this team has still shown that they can go out there and they can score several goals a game They can also defend pretty well and set up their goalie Lindgren for success. You also just have to factor in that this game will be heavily watched, both on TV, I'm sure, but in person as well. I can only imagine that this will be a packed house, the likely sellout crowd with a lot of Capitals fans hoping to witness history of Ovechkin becoming the NHL's second all-time leading goal scorer. And so that makes you question, will the Washington Capitals become prisoners of the moment? Will they, you know, be looking too much into that storyline and looking to do too much to set up a veteran that they kind of slack off in other areas of the game? I do think that is something to take into consideration, but you also have to ask the question on the other side. Will the Stars feel overwhelmed by the large crowd and by the potential of having history made with them attached to it for the rest of eternity? I'm not as worried about that. I think about that. I think a lot of these players on the Stars roster have played in some pretty big moments. A lot of these guys have been on some of the biggest stages in the NHL Stanley Cup finals, you name it. I don't think this will be too big of a moment for the stars, although it certainly will not be an easy challenge, having a packed house full of Capitals fans ready to witness their best player of all time take another step closer to immortality. So the stars will have to play incredibly disciplined and keep their composure and stay cool, despite there being a little bit extra curriculars. I'm sure in the crowd, and you can take a look at this Capitals team by their numbers, and it's pretty interesting that This is a team that is about middle of the pack in just about every major statistical category there. 17th in the league in goals scored at 94, 15th in the league in goals allowed at 90. So the goal differential only sits at plus 4 for this Capitals team. 17th in the league in power play percentage executing, about 22 or 23% of the time, and they are 9th in penalty kill percentage. So one of the better kills in the league, executing at about 81 this season, and so they are an incredibly disciplined team. I mean, they have a good PK, but they also don't find themselves on the penalty kill that often in comparison to several other teams around the league. They are 27th in the NHL in time shorthanded at 89, and only 17th in penalty minutes at 274. To put that into perspective, the Dallas Stars near the top of the list with 331 total penalty minutes this season. And the Washington Capitals also draw quite a few penalties. They have drawn 100, or they've had 106 power play opportunities this season, which is fifth most in the NHL. So the Stars are going to have to play disciplined in terms of keeping that slot area cleaning and front of their neck clean, making sure they are being mindful of their back checks and their forechecks, keeping all the guys in front of them, and taking account for every opposing player on the ice. But they also have to be disciplined in terms of penalties, because the Capitals have a tendency to draw penalties. And while it's not the deadliest power play in the league, you certainly do not want to load a power play that has Ovechkin on it. That is a recipe for disaster, especially in a game, when you have to mention he's going to get a heavy dose of shots on net this contest. So you don't want to load the Washington power play, but also you got to find a way to draw penalties yourself and get power play opportunities for yourself because the power play is a little bit cold right now. But if you rack up a ton of opportunities, you can try to find a way to exploit some of the holes in this Washington Capitals defense and try to make life difficult for Charlie Lindgren and net, so special teams are going to play a huge role in this game. The question for the Stars is can they stay disciplined and keep it at 5-on-5, five five? can they find a way to drop a few penalties to give themselves some looks on the power play try to build a lead, and try to build some separation in the contest. We're closing out today's episode of the Frozen Biscuit Show with my keys to the game for tonight's matchup between the Stars and the Washington Capitals. The second and final meeting of their two-game season series. And obviously goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. The game plan for the Stars going in needs to be to find a way to shut down Alexander Ovechkin. And that's not just because he's on the cusp of history, maybe you no, know, either getting tied for or becoming the second all-time goal scorer in league history. This would be the game plan regardless. He is their best player, he's their best goal scorer, and the Stars did a good job of this last time. He, of course, did get a few looks on net when those teams met in Dallas. But Jay Ottinger was up for the task and played well, and the defense as a whole played pretty well in their contest. So you got to find a way to duplicate that and the Stars in general. The Stars in general have played some really solid defense for the most part. Of course, a few mishaps here and there on this road trip. But the road trip against Pittsburgh and against New Jersey, the defense has looked really solid. And the goaltending has, of course, been spectacular. I imagine that we will see, see Jake Ottinger in net tonight. He, <clears throat> you know, Scott Wedgwood gives Jake the night off on Tuesday, but now Jake should be rested and good to go. I imagine he gets the to start tonight, and I would guess that we'd see him Saturday in Carolina then I wouldn't necessarily mind seeing Scott Wedgwood get to start on Monday in Columbus just again to give Jake some time off. And I mean, depending on how the rest of this road trip unfolds, maybe you give Scott one more look on the road because he's been lights out on the road for the Stars this season, but that's a different conversation for a different day. The biggest key to this game, shut down number eight, and that's a really good place to start for the Stars if they want to leave D.C. with two big points. But also, we talked about it a little bit earlier in the episode, you also don't want to be prisoners of the moment. Neither team should be feeling overwhelmed. I think, of anything, the Capitals could be more at risk for sort of a trap game, a packed house, the chance to witness history, the chance to be a part of history. Maybe it's too much for some of the Capitals players. You just never know. I mean, sometimes players can look too far ahead into that kind of stuff or look too deep into this kind of stuff. And kind of forget the fundamentals of the game or make really silly and sloppy mistakes. So if you're on the... (coughs) the So if you're on the Dallas Stars side of things, just stay calm, stay composed, and just treat it like a normal game. Because for this Dallas team, that's exactly what this game is. This is just another game for them. Business as usual. The middle of a road trip, you want to find a way to string together some wins. You just got a big win on Tuesday against one of the... Best teams in the league, and now you're going to go up against a team that has won five straight. So it's not an easy outing, but this is just another game for the Dallas Stars. So if anything, you want to come in and crash the party? I mean, the Capitals crashed the party for the Stars last season. The Caps came in and played on the night that the Stars retired Sergei's number and then proceeded to shut the Stars out 5-0. to zero. So the Stars are hopefully looking to return the favor a little bit and try to send the Capitals and their fans home with a loss. That'd be really great to see, obviously, not to not be attached to this moment in history forever, to a Fetchkin potentially passing Gordie Howe's milestone, but also to get two big points moving into the weekend before you go play a rough game against the Carolina Hurricanes and one of the loudest, craziest buildings in the league. And of course, we touched on it a little bit earlier. The Stars also need to continue to play well defensively. They've been less leaky over the past few games. Around the net, they've done a good job of clearing the pucks out, and of course, the goalies have also looked a bit sharper. For Jay Ottinger has played well over the past few games. Again, I'm just speculating that we'll see him in net after a great performance from Scott Wedgwood. If the Stars can make his job easy, and if he can find a way to rise to the occasion against Ovechkin and some of these other talented Washington scorers, I think this team is going to be in a great position to come away from this game with a win. And also, I think it goes without saying, potentially with the amount of injuries on this Washington team, they have played really well, but with as many injuries as they have, with as many sh- roster shortcomings as they have, there's bound to be a few weaknesses, and hopefully the Stars can find those weaknesses before the game or during the game, and they can make adjustments and find ways to exploit those weaknesses. I mean, this has been a g- good run over the past week or so for Washington, but they will have holes. They will have areas in their game that the Stars, if they can make the proper adjustments, they can absolutely exploit And take advantage of. And of course the big question is. Will Charlie Lindgren stay hot for this Washington team? Can the Dallas Stars finally cool him down a little bit? They got to put pressure on him. They got to get shots on net. And they have to make his job very difficult. Because you just have to imagine. The Capitals are going to return the favor. And do just that against Jake Ottinger. So I expect a lot of shots on net for both teams. As both teams will be trying to crack the armor. And some goalies that have been pretty good so far this season. And the last thing that I'm really curious about, at least, on the Stars' end, is whether or not they'll dig into some of the depth on the roster of the Stars. (coughs) Excuse me. The Stars have Joel Hanley and Riley Tufty on this trip. Neither of them have played in the previous two games. I don't necessarily see why they would. It seems like the Stars' coaching staff has favored that the usual players, and I think uh, Hanley and Tufty are just here for depth in case someone gets injured. Or in case someone needs a maintenance day, so speculating before you know morning skate recording this on Thursday before the day before the game, I don't necessarily see a reason why either of those guys would play, but they are here, they are there, and I'll be keeping an eye out, and I'll be curious to see if either of those guys get moved into the roster. But I bet they're on the trip, and if they are going to get playing time, it might be closer to the end of the road trip, maybe even on Monday in Columbus. Once guys have played four games on the road, and there might be a little bit more wear and tear throughout the lineup. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of the Frozen Biscuit Show. Thank you again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Remember to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Follow us on your favorite podcasting platform. Remember, we are free and available no matter where or how you may choose to listen. You can follow us on social media. Just search Frozen Biscuit Show on Facebook and Twitter. As always as well as my personal Twitter account, at Larry M. Lease. Be sure to tune in next week, as we'll be covering even more of the latest headlines from this weekend's games. And as always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. This has been The Frozen Biscuit Show, with your host, Larry Leese. Join us next week as we dive into even more Dallas Stars news. Don't forget to find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Frozen Biscuit Show.